0: To kind of a sort of unplanned uh, extra sort of bonus episode uh, discussion thing. Uh, originally we were going to be having the next chapter of our Things from the Flood storyline uh, in this uh, release slot um, but uh, scheduling and uh, things like that uh, sort of went a little bit awry so rather than go another week without an episode for you we thought we'd have a sort of um, kind of uh, informal chat about how <laughs> Things from the Flood has been going. Um, I've got with me uh, Dragon. Hello! and eden hello hello um so yeah uh, we really didn't have much of a plan for this so i thought we'd just sort of um as i say just kind of chat about how the game's been going um how, how what's um what's your guys feeling on this have you, have you been in, enjoying it we haven't really sort of stopped and kind of looked back and sort of gone like how how are things <laughs> if that makes sense but yeah what's the what, what's the general feeling in the room i, I as this is my new kind of I haven't played this game before it's sort of interesting to sort
1: of yeah how am i doing tell me i'm good <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm having fun yeah it's, it's it's been enjoyable getting back into a teenage mindset and uh, <laughs> reliving the 90s to some extent but yeah. through the lens of obviously the game yeah bit, bit of a different thing to revisit i suppose absolutely
2: i mean there's been a lot of teenage angst <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah I've, yeah, I've channeled every terrible wienery experience from my uh, teenage <laughs> years directly into this character, as, as you may have gathered. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, um,
0: it's it's been interesting sort of to try and sort of remember back uh, just from like a DMing and like setting standpoints as um, obviously we're running it in the sort of. 90s version of our call of cthulhu setting from Mm. when was that the 30s wasn't it 32 or i can't remember what year we set it in Um, somewhere around that yeah just sort of knocking it forward by 60 years sort of thing it's been interesting to sort of go like okay so what was the 90s like what's been going on (laughs) you know but then also at the time i mean i I suppose i wasn't really I, i definitely wasn't a teen in the 90s um no no so it's kind of putting yourself kind of back in the headspace of that, but also being like, "What would it have been like if I actually was a teen in the '90s?" Because I wasn't too far off,
1: but um, yeah. yeah. But we were
2: still like properly children, yeah. And how we interacted with things rather than teenagers. So.
1: Yeah, well, I think I'm that little bit older than possibly both of you. I'm 35.
0: Yeah, I mean, so... I was I'm 32. I was born in '87, so hmm. like I say I was I didn't turn 10 till we were very nearly you know
1: (laughs) very nearly out of the 90s tiny tiny bit more of a glimpse into it in that respect where i can remember looking at kind of like older kids and longing to be that age in that way that kids do and kind of looking at what they what they were into and the the stuff that didn't really make sense to me at the time but i can look back at it now and channel in sort of like Mm. what would i have been like in this era maybe yeah yeah well, not necessarily me because I'm not as bad as Anthony, or I wasn't as bad <laughs> as him in, in it like he's he's got all of these instances compounded into a very short period of time
0: <laughs> yeah I mean yeah similar sort i mean like i say I, I, I was kind of i mean for certain things I have kind of cast my mind back to sort of stuff we were doing at the time even though I was younger because like the whole kind of rollerblading thing and like the roller disco like I definitely mm-hmm. went to like a couple of roller discos in a sort of 97 98 and i had Mm -hmm. rollerblades and stuff so i was kind of like yeah people were into that weren't they it seemed to be they were into that at the time (laughs) my i mean i I barely remember what i did last week let alone what was going on in the 1990s but um yeah (laughs) i know for a fact i had rollerblades is that close enough i suppose but (laughs) yeah
2: i think in my area it was more ice skating
0: right Mm -hmm. yeah
2: so but i my balance isn't too bad but no <laughs> i was just like i will always fall and injure myself
1: no. yeah i'm diabolical on anything like that i've been on ice skates one time almost put my foot in somebody's back Oof. it was not Ooh. a good time I, I, it scared the fuck out of me i, I fell over and oh it was terrible so, yeah, yeah thought, never oh, again
2: yeah it's just the thought of like if you fall or something and then there's Everyone's going around you with these like fucking knives on the bottom of their shoes. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. That's a little
2: bit concerning.
1: Yeah. Roller disco is at least a little bit safer than that. Yeah. I mean, I'm still terrible balance wise. Like, I cannot roller skate or do anything like that. Like, I can ride a bike just about.
2: That's more than I can do. (laughs) I never learned to ride a bike.
1: I mean, of roller discos, I've got a very
0: specific memory of me and uh, either two or three guys from my class going to a roller disco at the real life equivalent of what Anthony's dad's <laughs> leisure center is um and like looking down from an upper balcony and seeing some uh, like a, a group of people who were like a year or two older than us at our school and going like oh we should chuck stuff at them and i don't remember if we did or not but i just got a weird specific <laughs> you know just a snapshot moment and <laughs> yeah i mean okay well speaking of that then so like um People who maybe didn't listen to our Call of Cthulhu uh, sort of campaign and Q and A that we did, um, our setting uh, of Twynham on Sea is very much based in reality of the town that I (laughs) I live in. Um, Hmm. I've kind of tweaked some of the names, well, well, most of the names actually, to be honest, Um, but they're all kind of like kind of local based sort of names and stuff. Like the the school round the corner from me is Twynham School, and back in like I don't know the ten hundreds or whatever the village was called Twynham, and they changed the name to Christchurch. probably shouldn't be telling people where i live fine (laughs) they can't find me (laughs) i'm sure nobody's coming for you for having these podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so but it's very much kind of local thing so it was sort of um it was an interesting exercise to kind of for the the cthulhu thing kind of go like right let's make a 1930s spooky version of this town and then another one to sort of update it to be almost like now but also of the spooky version while still kind of putting in stuff from the real world and stuff was kind of fun and the leisure center was really kind of one of those things because it was a little bit of a focal point i mean it's still there now mm. um can't imagine they still do roller discos there but um <laughs> I yeah this point. i mean I know there's a swimming pool and stuff, and there's still like a the gym is still there that I know the roller disco I went to was in. But yeah, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'd say it's kind of fun as a setting to sort of be able to like say like, okay, where I where I live and where I know, but spooky, you know. Mm.
1: (laughs) And it's got the flavour of the local area, absolutely, Mm. but not, but not quite actually it, as you say. Yeah, like we haven't got a giant reactor.
0: <laughs> on the edge of town, <laughs> it's where the airport is. Like, I just
1: took the airport out and put a reactor core there. But like, you know, It'd be but, a bit more interesting. I mean, this area is not exac- exactly exciting. I wouldn't say. No, it's, it's, it's all right. Hey, we like, got you know places around the country.
2: It's certainly exciting in the game. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, it's pretty exciting here. We got that Alice in Wonderland World of Adventures near the airport. <laughs> it's a weirdly specific we local slug. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty going on, you know. Go down town centre, get bottled.
1: <laughs> fine.
2: Yay. <laughs> you're really selling it, by the way.
1: I, I think I prefer the day you know, yeah. uh, Twilight Mon <laughs> quite frankly. Well that was the other thing
0: I did in making the map, um, was I kind of took out most of Bournemouth and made it into another small village that's a little bit along the coast rather than just like the big town that's sort of mm-hmm. butted up against my bit. But um
2: yeah, I think that I don't know how far along people will be in listening to the mm. episodes when they listen to this necessarily. Um, but I think if you still had like a city on the map, it would feel really weird yeah. for like the quarantine type situation.
0: Yeah, like, that, I that, mean, would I was, that I was so kind of Much give, more difficult. I was kind of giving myself the kind of like the isolation in, you know like you say, the quarantine thing as like an option, and yeah. um just from like a setting standpoint when we did it as the cthulhu game um and because i was very specifically said this is the same town you know we've just Mm -hmm. not just on by 60 years like i couldn't imagine that a huge like just a massive town had kind of yeah been built like kind of in the intervening sort of not not of the style that it is anyway you know so that that was kind of why i kind of just changed it to like a sort of small village so maybe could sort of plausibly like this is things nobody thinks about the me and my setting for a podcast game of call of cthulhu <laughs> things from the flood but like plausibly like in the call of cthulhu time there was like a, a small like a small grouping of like houses mm-hmm. where the center what did i call it uh, american sea or something yeah i I think
3: that's right yeah
0: yeah Yeah, so like conceivably in the call of cthulhu time there was like a small fishing village there or something along the coast but like not big enough for me to mention in the Mm -hmm. cthulhu game and like that's just
1: expanded a bit you know yeah but um a whole big town no Um, yeah it makes sense for the loop facility to be away from a densely populated area anyway i mean i don't know that much about the actual setting like i've not read the core book or anything like you tell me, it, it are there loops that are close to cities? Do you know? Yeah, I mean
0: the 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 core book
1: comes the, with the two. The
2: original one is. I Yeah.
1: Think. Like, um,
2: there's one in North America.
0: Yeah, I think it's I Boulder. Think I think, and there's like yeah. towns within the re- accelerator loop, sort of thing.
2: Then the reactor, mm. yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and the other one is in is in Sweden, and again, it's sort of like on a sort of that one's more like on an island, I think.
2: Yeah. Um. um yeah, because parts of Sweden are like like, a massive number of small islands that are all really close to each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and they have it, like, on one of the islands. It's a wee bit further away.
0: Yeah, but there's, again, oh it God. does... The, the loop bit kind of is crossing over. I don't know whether it's meant to be underwater. Mm-hmm. I it's been a little while since I've read that part of the core call, the call book. Um, but, yeah, I mean, let's like say, we, it, I'm, I, I didn't so really bad. want it to be sort of, you know, going through the town, let's say, though. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
2: But But also, like, the loot reactors they cover such a big area they're going to have to be near people at some point
0: Mm. well that was also sort of my thinking is that they built it sort of um, you know the the town itself as we described it in Call of Cthulhu is a little bit isolated even though it's sort of down on the south coast you know like it it hasn't got like it's not like right right on the edge of a city or something yeah so it is a little bit out of the way but they also are going to need people to work there so that's maybe why they built it where they built it Mm-hmm. sort of thinking plus it was a good, just a convenient spot to be like well i'll take the airport out and, <laughs> and put that there um this is the, the other flip side of <laughs> making a setting basically based on a real place is i can just take the actual google earth map and just be like okay i will just draw over these streets and <laughs> put some color blocks in and there we go you know um, and it'll look fairly good um well at least i think it looks okay it doesn't
2: yeah it does I i love the fact that it because it definitely has the feel of a real place because it is. Mm. Like, um, it's really, it can be quite difficult to get the feel of a town or the feel of a city mm. from scratch and have it actually feel like it's somewhere that people would live.
0: Yeah, I mean, because yeah, you're I mean, starting from scratch, you kind of yeah. tend to forget little bits and pieces, like I say, I mean. Yeah. If I, if I was starting from scratch, I probably wouldn't have thought of a leisure centre. Um, yeah. But just the fact that it was based on a, you know, (laughs) it's based on where I live and there's definitely a leisure centre there because it's like a 15 minute, um, I don't want (laughs) to, I was going to say 15 minute walk from my house. Um, That doesn't narrow down too much where I live.
2: It's it's not that big a town. It's not that
0: big a town, no. Um, In real life actually it is a fair amount bigger than what I've put on the map. If people want to see the map they can join our Discord server. There we go. Just shoehorning in another um, invite to the Discord. Um,
1: yeah, come and say hello. Good. Yeah,
0: come, come and hang out and look at all these maps and things. But um, I should probably tweet them out as well, anyway, just for those who don't use Discord. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we're not like it's. Not, well, people don't pay to get on it. I'm not like paywalling it behind promote a Patreon. Promote yourself,
2: AJ. Yeah. God damn it! Yeah. Promote yourself.
0: I'm not good at stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs>
2: you are good at stuff. What's what are thing? you
0: saying? I'm not good at promoting stuff. <laughs> Um I know, yeah.
2: that's why I put up the YouTube link
3: for you. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, I mean that yeah, we yeah. <laughs> but yes, I need to get better at tweeting out links and things. <laughs> now I'm on record now I'm on record of saying that I i need to get better because Yeah. <laughs> 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 now it's official. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. back to yeah. things in the flood then. So um <laughs> I mean what, I mean, what uh just 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 out of anything what were the two of you like kind of um expecting going into the game because i know none of us had played it beforehand really um i know tales from the loop had been out for a while but i think when i sort of proposed this the actual things from the flood kind of version hadn't quite been yeah, sort of released yeah yeah yeah
2: um i've really been enjoying it Um i like the feel of it it's quite different to a lot of the other games i'm playing at the moment hmm. Um, which is nice. Yeah,
3: you're change your pace.
2: Like, yeah, I like that it's teenagers as well. Hmm. Like you're not like none of you get to play as like oh this is the the seasoned veteran of this kind of career. <laughs> like nope, you've got no idea what you're doing. Yeah. Make it up and go along.
1: Yeah. as much as we have been quite authoritative I, I like I feel like I mean my character's not so much, and and that's very much in keeping with the fact that's like he's a teenager. these are scientists and soldiers, and people that like even any of the adults he he really shouldn't try it on with them for the most part, and yeah I stick to that
2: and then and, yeah, Hazel the... and Soda are just like, no answer me right the fuck now
1: that's it you're striving to be mature and my character's like no i'm I'm still a child
2: oh no they're not even striving to be mature they're just really stroppy (laughs) (laughs) i think the whole
0: teenage thing has kind of added a whole extra element for it as well um just because we've i think a good amount a good amount of the fun has been in the teenage awkwardness that we maybe wouldn't get in other games, because we've all been sort of forced to be like, right, you're a teenager, rather yeah. than sort of it, say we were playing D and D or something. You know, you could make the choice that I'm playing a teenager, but it's not really a sort of core story component, if that makes sense.
2: It almost feels a bit weird, like if like everyone else is like, oh, you've got this person who makes their living doing this and this, that, and the other, and oh, this person's a teenager. Yeah. Why? Mm. What? What's going on? Yeah. It feels, I really like it. I've been enjoying it quite a lot.
0: Mm. I think that adds, like I say, adds a kind of extra dimension to it as well. is that, yeah. you know, as you say, you're kind of running into the whole, like, Anthony's not maybe thinking of himself as too mature and stuff and is like maybe a little bit clueless about certain things, shall we say? <laughs> say the least. yeah. Which yeah. is <laughs> sort of, again, it's another way of informing. I'm, I'm really enjoying the way that, you, you know, you guys are letting it kind of inform your sort of actions as well. And that, I mean, even on the the flip side of like, you know, I've been enjoying like the awkwardness between um, Sora and Anthony, but also like the kind of um, the uh, the sort of Hazel feeling like she's, you know, you know, her mum is sort of glued to the TV a lot of the time, and she's having to take care of her sister at this point. Yeah,
2: and she's just like really freaked out and like, okay, well, there's no one else that's going to do it, so I'll, I'll have to. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, but like it really is not. But again, it's coming across in like a real sort of, um, I think a real kind of honest way of like you've still. I can feel like the tension in that, like Hazel's having to grow up a bit quickly to do that sort yeah. of thing. If you know what I mean. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. It's definitely going to have an an impact on her, hmm. um, and like the 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 storming in and screaming at the scientists yeah. <laughs> is like it's the frustration that. She's having to do all these things that she shouldn't actually be having to do. Mm. Why are all the adults doing this and putting them in this situation? And, ah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've, I've actually... That's teenage angst.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, yep, just a different kind.
0: <laughs> well, as the GM as well, I've been kind of enjoying that. Like, it was a little bit, it's kind of unplanned as well, the fact that, like, all the adults are fairly, <laughs> fairly useless and stuff. But it's been, you know, it's been kind of... Um, It's been kind of interesting to play like the other side of that whereas the three of you are each you know kind of capable in your own ways and independent from you know or not sometimes in the case of anthony (laughs) from the whole parental sort of um side of things um but playing like the counterparts to that's been kind of interesting to sort of have the the sort of what the flip side of the story is so like hazel's having to take care of her sister and stuff because her mum you know isn't really pulling the weight shall we say
2: yeah she's um, just completely checked out but playing as the
0: NPC side of things of like what what would the mum be doing instead I think it's been quite interesting and again sort of I mean uh, Lexa's not on for me to sort of re- really sort of dive into the depths of what her um, yeah, the relationship with uh, like Sora's relationship to her mum and sort of what's going on there and things but that's been interesting as well to kind of play the counterpart to sort of the angry teenage daughter and the mum trying to reconnect sort of thing mm. that's, that's been you know it's been an interesting yeah. sort of thing plus and then i have the fun thing of like i have to come up with fun stuff for Anthony's dad to shout at him oh of course
2: <laughs> oh poor yeah, anthony there's,
1: there's just, a, just a, i've aimed for tragic humor and, you, yeah. and you've delivered beautifully in the way that you've like we've played off of each other with that stuff
0: <laughs> <laughs> look having a dad with maybe a certain view in mind of what his son should be like is um
1: yeah let's just say oh yeah <laughs> i've experienced uh, it so i yeah. can channel some of that as well and yeah.
2: I, uh, I think quite a few people can probably empathize quite strongly
1: yeah that's it i, I think all, it, of, uh, all of the characters have got quite a realistic relationship with their families but right? each of them facing a different flavor of it as it were
3: yeah
1: yeah and no, uh, so that's that's kind of
0: what i'm i'm sort of Yeah, I mean that—that's really sort of surprised me because that wasn't something planned going in, really. Mm. Um, Because I mean, even all we
2: knew was that for some reason the adults weren't stepping up as much as the situation might suggest. Mm. So, and we all came up with totally different ways for that to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, it it, it, but it's kind of come through in sort of different ways. Like I said, I mean, Hazel's mum is sort of you know um like you say glue to her tv a little bit um but we haven't really stepped up you know like dived into sort of what what you know what's going on with hazel's dad or whatever you know Mm -hmm. where did where did he go or anything or how long has he been gone sort of thing i mean i know we've um it's been mentioned that sora's dad died um -hmm. but then yeah so it's, it's interesting that it's sort of like there's a couple of different Sort of, there's a different flavour with each of you, which I'm I'm kind of enjoying. Like Anthony's parents are both there, but his dad's got very high expectations, but doesn't listen. It's sort of like a different way to, you know, whereas they're overbearing. It it almost feels like Hazel's mum hasn't got a lot of expectations for what Hazel could be doing, but Hazel herself has realised that there are things that she should be doing, you know, that Mm. her mum should be doing, that she's having to do, sort of thing. It's almost like a little bit of a flip side of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading more into it than's there, but I don't know. Or well, I'm just. It's, in this essay, I will put forward my. Uh...
1: <laughs> I think that that's all there.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's been interesting that it came together organically, as you say. Well, yeah. Again, like I say, none of it planned. I mean, I said this off off mic, but basically, this is another case of I'm running a campaign. Um, based on an a5 sheet of paper <laughs> with some notes on it so i mean stuff like in-depth family dynamics definitely wasn't pre-planned so i'm I'm mm-hmm. quite interested just sort of how it's turned out and and how it's going to turn out as well you know because time of recording this we are we are not finished with this um story so uh yeah like getting there it's yeah um, but then we we had a couple of sort of twists and things drop in the last um in the last episode as well so i'm interested to see sort yeah. of how they end up going i mean i've i've got my i've got my plans and ideas sort of thing but obviously the whole well that's kind of been the case for a lot of stuff the whole of the um sort of flavor of this game is 100 percent sort of going where you guys want to go with it if you know what i mean
3: mm-hmm.
0: so I, i'm i'm keeping myself open for um things to not go <laughs> the way i'm sort of thinking they might or you know it's, it's 100% up dependent on what you guys do in response to the stuff I have planned as well, you know. And I'd say that, that kind of extends to sort of what's going to be said to parents and things. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm quite intrigued to see what will happen next in the story. Mm. Just because of how we finished last time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's just like, ah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm a big fan of um, cliffhanger endings, as you know. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
0: And um, I really... That that was a sort of... Um, again, that, that that moment was kind of not really... Not as, as it went down pre-planned. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we should have just said it at the start. <laughs> we should have said it at the start. Spoilers if you haven't listened to the last episode. Um, we could say it now. Okay, if you haven't listened to the last episode, keep your ears closed for a couple of minutes. Um you ready yeah. okay I should <laughs> um, it. yeah well um yeah i mean as as it went down like obviously the whole sort of back end of the last episode was the traveling to anthony's house and traveling to zora's house to sort of figure out you know rescue families but also i kind of i don't know how well it came across really because you know sometimes i feel like i'm too close to it with the editing of um how uh how should I say? Like, I wanted to keep like a, a sort of layer of tension there that like you didn't know when you went to the houses, like whether people were going to be infected or not mm. and stuff. Um, so it was sort of, um, yeah. And I, I don't think I kind of knew, like knew, knew right up until, there's a little bit of a peek behind the curtain, right up until um, we I was kind of, we were actually recording that bit, whether Sora's mum was going to be infected or not. I had a few different ways in my head that I was sort of like, I could go one way, or I could go another. And then it was just kind of in the moment, like what fits and stuff. That isn't to say I didn't have bits planned and that. I didn't change it last minute, but I had a couple of options as well, so. But yeah. So that that's, sees, seizing the opportunities in those moments. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Seeing that, those avenues you can go down. That bit at the end where I'd like, I, I could hear it on the recording where <laughs> we were sort of, um, Anthony was very careful to sort of not say i mean it was still it was like borderline but like you were you were quite careful to like not say anything about there being a quarantine and stuff right up until your parents were Mm scanned and then um sora's mum walks up and (laughs) and sora immediately starts going oh it's a quarantine everyone's sick and stuff (laughs) and and i was like you're saying exactly the things that i told you not to say this is perfect (laughs) you know (laughs) it's uh yeah i think that worked out kind of kind of well sort of thing so um, yeah but and obviously we had the the cliffhanger ending with gunfire and stuff so Mm -hmm. yeah and still at at the time you you know i mean i know what happened but i mean yeah you guys still waiting yeah foreboding what will happen next time on that um yeah i mean um i mean how, how, how about um sort of Storyline-wise, I mean, I don't want to sort of get into sort of um, what your <laughs> sort of predictions or thoughts or anything were at. But, like, yeah, I mean, I've been kind of um, interested to sort of see how the, um, the kind of mood of it's coming across, really. I mean, it's a bit of a balancing act on my side of it and sort of not wanting to go, like, super dark with mm-hmm. stuff, but also kind of having the sort of... Um, you know, you've got to have a bit of the kind of horror elements in it a little bit, but I'm kind of balancing, you know, the plot, which, you know, is one thing with wanting to have the fun teen moments as well, because that's like the two halves of the game, really, you know.
1: Yeah, um, I-, I think there's been a good steady build of character moments and the, as you say, spooky moments and the actual plot progression. Hmm. That we kind of started off, and it was very teenagery, and we we focused on a lot of that to begin with, and slowly but surely, the oddities and the strangeness has sort of welled up, and now we're right at the core of it. Mm, and, yeah. yeah, something's about to happen. Well, I feel as well like um,
0: I, I've been dropping a lot of sort of um, things happening, if that makes sense, like right from the beginning. Um, that I don't know if all of them have been picked up on or whether... They all have, and I'm not as subtle as I think I am. Um, but I'm. Bit, I've also. It's it, yeah. It's a bit of a balancing act of trying to put stuff in that's going to serve the plot, but maybe only in hindsight if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't really got a question there. <laughs> just sort of like. Oh yeah. Let's we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Um, but also as well, I kind of feel like I've. Even though you've had like a, I, I felt like it was a bit of an exposition dump when I was saying it <laughs> from the professor and that. I do feel like there's still, you know, there's definitely not the full story has come out because I, would, you know, it is sort of an in character thing of like that's what he thinks is going on, mm-hmm. sort of thing. So yeah, I feel like yeah, I don't want to say too much because we haven't finished it yet. I so know, they, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> um, I
2: think Hazel's, Hazel's probably still going to be pretty suspicious, mm. not least because they've got no idea really about the blood, no, or about how this black goo could have been on the windowsill mm. without a horse
3: i think
0: yeah i think the idea that's was put forward that maybe somebody put it there but it was just like a maybe yeah. that's what it because we don't think it could climb the side of a building
2: yeah
0: sort of thing i, um, but that, I mean trust me that that was intentional mm-hmm. um that's not, a, <laughs> that's not a plot hole <laughs> i don't want any cinema sin style <laughs> listeners going on
3: yeah. <laughs>
0: Trust me, it le-
2: make, it'll make sense somehow we
0: yeah. just don't know yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. trust ah. me I, le- I leave my share of plot holes i'm fully aware of <laughs> how <laughs> how plot holy some of my stuff can be but um yeah i've got a fairly tight rein on what's going on with um the the blood and things i mean that was interesting anyway because that that was an element that you you brought into the sort of um into the story as like an extra sort of um not an extra, but you know what I mean, is, you, is Hazel's own kind of extra, sort of, I keep using the word extra, I don't mean extra, Hazel's own sort of weirdness thing that she's yeah. got going on, sort of separate from, you know, sort of, um, not separate, separate from the main one. thing, I, I don't want to imply that, I just mean like, it, it's but not it's happening one to one the one other one. two, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, and like, it feels like it's been building up gradually, whereas the other stuff has kind of just hit. Mm.
0: Yeah. I think it's added an extra sort of layer of, um, layer of uncertainty. Does that make sense? Which yeah. I think has been quite good for sort of, um, I mean, our listeners, I hope will agree with me that it's, it's been good for, um, sort of adding a bit of a sort of texture to the, um, to the kind of world that like, you know, it's not just the one thing mm-hmm. maybe that's been cut, you know, it's not like, it's not just the main, the, the goo isn't the only thing that's happening in town sort of thing, hmm. and they may or
1: may not be connected. I think I kind it of
2: helps like, with the debt.
1: I, I kind of like to think of it in terms of, um, obviously this is Twyna C, so the Call of Cthulhu thing happened here, so this could be some Echo, some Remnant, something possibly related. Things have happened here before, so yeah I mean it, that, all, it kind
0: of fits the setting beautifully that was that was kind of a, a thought I had in mind anyway just in into when i was before we'd even started that I was like well we're moving it we, we, it's it is the same setting we're just moving forward in time, and there was weirdness here before, and there was i even had weirdness that you guys didn't discover in the call of Cthulhu one mm-hmm. so you know but the, the again also in that one wasn't really that far related to the you know you didn't miss a giant clue let's put it that way i just uh. were gonna have sort of i, I think the, the, more that the idea was like this town has a lot of odd stuff happening
3: mm-hmm.
0: if that happens and a lot of it is interconnected and stuff but may not seem so on first glance and, and things and yeah
2: no i think it's worked really well for yeah. that um i know when we did call of penance there was at least one thing in there which there was zero explanation of. It was just completely random.
0: That was the one Bell rewrote, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm not surprised <laughs> that there was some randomness in there, let's just say.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was very fitting for him. But yeah, was there was nothing. just like, this massive element that took up like nearly a full eight, one of the six episodes that had nothing to do with anything.
0: <laughs> I mean yeah i mean I, like, i'm all for red herrings and things let's put it that way <laughs> um yeah i don't mind a loose plot thread here and there yeah and, and i'm not even i know, don't take this to imply that you know the blood thing isn't connected or anything like that i don't want to put that thought out there um but yeah i i, I, like, I like the idea like um well it's yeah just i'm doing my normal thing of like jumping from thought to thought but it's like it's like the um Like, let's say you're playing, like, a big role-playing game, like uh, like a uh, video game, Mm -hmm. it feels so much, the world feels so much bigger with side quests and just sort of weird areas and stuff than if you were walking down a corridor. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I'm all for, like, in the setting, sort of putting in extra stuff and, um, you know... Some of it might be in relation to what's going on with the main storyline. Some of it might be integral to the storyline and you might not stumble across it sort of thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just the idea of like, okay, let's expand the setting and the players might not see it all, but it is there sort of thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: I
2: think it works especially well as this is a, a continued setting.
0: Hmm. Well, that was the whole, yeah, thinking behind it really i mean and just the fact i think it works with this game as well of like because you're you're just playing teenagers who you know you're at the you go to the local school and stuff you're not like as you said earlier you're not like the head of police and the mayor and you know yeah and uh, like an, an ambulance driver or something you know you're you're just some teenagers who to be honest have spent most of their time (laughs) <laughs> you know, talking to each other about teenage stuff. Really, you've been doing mm-hmm. the investigation, yeah. but like, there's been you've gone, you took a whole evening out to go to a roller disco. Um, <laughs> you know,
2: yeah. Um, <laughs> We're not exactly dedicated investigators, well, exactly.
0: And but like, you're not going to be aware of like everything that goes on in town as it happens. You're going to yeah. have your quite narrow. I mean, this is as uh, a good thing. This isn't like a. This is. I don't consider this a hindrance. It's, if anything, it helps with the you know give a certain specific sort of style of storytelling um mm-hmm. i guess similar to like like how buffy was like you know this town must be bigger than what they're seeing sort of thing mm. you guys yeah. are seeing your bit of it and mm-hmm. um yeah whereas mr butler the monkman is seeing a completely different part of <laughs> he's seeing a completely <laughs> different story in the town um so yeah yeah i don't know i think it all goes to help make the setting sort of feel a little bit bigger and that and um yeah, I'm not gonna go I don't think I'm gonna go as far as like building a world anvil page for the setting or anything. I think it's just a fun thing to maybe come back to occasionally when we're playing. Like mm-hmm. say, Oh, we wanna do another thing from the flood game or
1: like oh we wanna do another, you know, Cthulhu game. Um, I'm, I'm just imagining, like, not that it's likely to happen because the rule set was so horrendous, but Shadow Rush. Oh, God. <laughs> so the, the, the fun you... of trying to come up with what's Twine C in the Shadow Run. Twine One C, 2199. Yeah. <laughs> like shaman and people that are drawn there because there's some kind of, like, spiritual connection. There's, there's something going on. Oh, no, that totally works. <laughs> it's the last resting place of a digital god. <laughs> 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 Drowned. Yeah, they found a way to summon it through technology.
0: Yeah. And they, they did it in the thing. burnt out husk of the um Leisure Center. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but yeah, that, that whole idea of like, hey, here's the setting, we can play multiple different games in it. Um you know, we could even come back as a like as a different group and be like, hey, here's more things from the flood, but like it's a different group of teens or something, and um mm-hmm. you know, set it at a different point in the nineties or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah.
1: Treat it like Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3, where it's kind of happening at the same time.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That might get complicated, but that would be a fun way of doing it. It would. Um,
0: That is gonna. That would be a hell of an editing thing for me to do. Or at least, uh, you know, a DMing side of things where I have to be like, okay, well. Figuring out a way of
1: getting key events to cross over, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it would be sort of like I'd have to keep track of what day of the week it was and what the date was. I mean, that's mm. something i've maybe gone a bit too far in depth with, with with the editing and that was looking up specifically what was on tv you know <laughs> yeah. on that actual day in the 90s so that the right tv program was on in the background when you guys walked into the house and stuff it was a bit i mean i had too much time on my hands at that point <laughs> that's the level of dedication that's
1: crazy Nobody would but ever at the same know. time, it's such a brilliant touch. Like, I, I think it's really great. Like, I've really enjoyed listening to like and, and catching those bits of catchphrase or wh- whatever it was. Is it catchphrase? I think I, think I had. Um,
0: like, yeah, one of them I had. Uh, what was that called? Small talk with hosted by Ronnie Corbett.
1: I never saw that. You never saw it? It is a weird show that I'd forgotten
0: about for 20 years. And then uh, I had to go to the hospital with my mum a year ago. So I was sitting in the waiting room and it was like on in the hospital waiting room on the TVs, And I was like, immediately I'd forgotten about it for 20 years. And now I just like, I saw it. I was like, oh God, this. (laughs) (laughs) the, The general gist of it seemed to be that like Ronnie Corbett is the host. And it's like a game show. And there's people are like, have to guess what they had a, like a bunch of like pre-taped answers to questions by like uh primary school children mm-hmm. and like the contestants had were kind of like having to guess what the the answers were going to be i think i might be 100% okay. wrong i was only kind of partly like watching it it was like the funniest things or whatever it was no it wasn't quite like that it was more that it, it had that to it but like it was an actual game show sort mm-hmm. of thing so like there was a winner and i think they won like a Probably, like, a cheap holiday to some, like, two-star bed-and-breakfast somewhere. <laughs> so I might be completely <laughs> wrong. It might have been, like, the biggest show on television. But, um... <laughs>
1: this is a, It's a deep cut yeah. on the, the, it was all about the deep cut British TV.
0: And I, I think on one of them, um... Yeah, no, definitely on one of these episodes where I think it was where Hazel came downstairs on the Saturday morning and her sister was watching TV, um... Mm-hmm. I found the exact episode of the exact cartoon that would have been on at that time and had it playing in the background. It's only like twenty seconds of audio and it's like deep in the mix. Um, it's probably <laughs> completely lost when education. it's probably completely lost when I flatten the MP three down to hundred and twenty eight kilobit. But um <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of like, oh yeah, this 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 is just for me. No one's gonna know I've done this <laughs> sort of thing. Well they don't know. Yeah, now they do. Where's my props? And I, I immediately get sued by the BBC for use of small talk
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> and stuff. I don't know. No, that's the kind of like I don't, that. That's that. That's how I amuse myself when I'm editing. Is like let's find a weird thing to put in there. Um, like really early something on
2: to help with editing because it can be so grim.
0: I yeah, I don't find it too bad. It's more. Um, it's more when I'm on a crunch than anything else. Like i have fun with if i've got like like if i'm if we're recording like several weeks in advance which we aren't always then i've got time to be like okay i'll take my time on this i'll do like an hour here then i'll go off and watch you know watch a movie or something and come back and like I'll, you know if i'm starting to feel the pressure i'll just stop and walk off and do something else mm-hmm. um but yeah when we're on a like super crunch time um then it's uh yeah then it's a bit of like okay just get it done slap some sound effects on i generally at that point don't have time to write new music um i feel like i maybe haven't written new music for the last couple of episodes of, <laughs> of things in the flood but um yeah it's i've got a bit of a backlog now of music from various different story arcs that we've done that i can generally make fit to different
1: scenes mm-hmm. which is good but um yeah I don't know i think the podcast having your original music anyway is is quite something
0: yeah, like,
2: definitely.
1: It's all incredibly fitting. Like I, I really love it. It's it's good stuff. Oh, cheers! Yeah, I, I'm not here for compliments. <laughs> as well, you
0: know, I'm bad at taking because compliments. Because I know what you like, so
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> take it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it, uh, I like as an extra layer and that. But if I don't have time, I'm, I just don't have time. The kind of thing. But I do like writing more music for it because um, I get to put out a new album at the end of every year on my Bandcamp of like hey here's all the music that we did this year which is fun but um that's another thing I never send
1: people the link to so uh yeah (laughs) that's fine that's you know what should they search for on Bandcamp? just pretending
0: with dice Uh, no I it might turn up on there on Bandcamp um if you search that but uh it's on it's because again it's on my personal page like the YouTube one um Mm -hmm. it's adamjohnstonuk.bandcamp.com um yeah and all the soundtracks are on there fair. i've done so far yeah free to download or you can give me money if you want but not you specifically i mean you can but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm broke as hell so yeah no. <laughs> yeah sorry to tell you that's no, fair um,
2: <laughs> i've got a feeling even when we've got like like we will like we don't always have all of the pretending with dice links mm. for the plummet episodes you're in but i'm sure for the halloween ones we try and put in all of the link
0: yeah oh, that is and i don't think you
2: have ever given us the bandcamp one no
0: because <laughs> it generally gets tweeted once per year when i put the new album up <laughs> i retweet it and that's that's about it um
2: i'm going to go and find it okay and then it's going to get tweeted yay because i will do a promotion even if you won't. <laughs>
0: i occasionally get people listening on that on on it but um yeah occasional downloads and things but and i've got like an album on there of like a bunch of my youtube um tv covers and things and and my actual albums are on there of like real music from
2: from the first halloween project so 2018 you Mm. did actually give us your youtube
0: wow yeah that's yeah that's a rarity (laughs) um but kind yeah anyway i had to
2: track you down yeah like you need
3: to give us this
0: um but yeah before we get too off track again um so yeah any any extra thoughts to share on th- things um things the flow i don't know oh, okay well uh, maybe this is an interesting thing as we've got more of it to come um what do you guys think's going on in the town <laughs>
1: I will neither confirm nor deny anything, by the way. I'm just, uh, you know. I, I, I'm under the suspicion that the loop has summoned something or has possibly opened a gateway half life style and let things in. Whatever these <laughs> okay. things are or whatever they're doing, I don't know, but it, it kind of feels like maybe that's what's going on. Funnily enough, I actually
0: uh, referenced the half life resonance cascade event on a recent Plummet episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's in mine then (laughs) i'm not i'm neither confirming nor denying that at all (laughs) yeah just saying that okay that's an interesting theory yeah Mm
3: -hmm.
0: (laughs) yeah that's my thought fair Mm -hmm. enough
2: um
3: yeah i'm wondering where if it is like a parasite how the hell did it turn up Like, my
2: suspicion is that, yes, it's come through the loop from somewhere, Hmm. but no idea what sort of place that somewhere would be. Hmm. Um, And I think Hazel's just really freaked out at the moment. Yeah. Because something went really weird. I was like, oh, okay, other people know about this one.
3: Hmm.
2: That's not so bad. And then it was just the hit of... Oh, this thing that's been scaring me for the last couple of years, nobody has any idea about it. Yeah, they
0: didn't know anything about that. They knew about the other thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so
2: if if anything, she's possibly more freaked out by (laughs) the blood again because people are dealing with the black goo. Do
0: you think you'd kind of built it up that she thought she was going to be getting an explanation when she broke into the base?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think she was she was really hopeful um and yeah just kind of at the end of her tether with trying to deal with all of it on her own Mm.
0: and yeah obviously a bit of a curveball that they are like wait what's going on in your house
2: (laughs) yeah exactly it's like oh no your family aren't infected however
0: like ah hey we know you're not infected but wait what do you say is going on (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah i kind of um yeah that was something i thought again that does we're kind of doing this this is almost like a post-mortem before we're finished really isn't it but um that was yeah i thought that would be an interesting thing to throw at you Mm
3: -hmm.
0: um in that you know that they definitely in the in the facility had some clue of what's happening in the town um but you've just thrown uh, pardon the pump you've thrown them for a loop yeah (laughs) you know what i mean um and it was a sort of mad scramble to come up with an acronym for another department that they were like maybe we should refer it to these people sort of thing yeah <laughs> um so we'll see what comes of that as well because um yeah uh yeah d- it again we
2: really weird and ah mm. <laughs> at the moment
0: yeah yeah i mean i, I don't know it's been a few episodes so i kind of um so you had the sort of odd apparitions on the ceiling and stuff as well in like patterns as well that i kind of yeah well, I wonder kind of what you make of that, to be honest, actually. But I, I don't know whether to wait until we're um...
2: yeah. Um, it's mostly for Hazel. It feels as though this stuff had been like moving up towards her head, like, up towards her head and her face, and then it stopped. And it's almost like, um... so you know how like, like the trope of having something gradually ratcheting up, yeah. and then it completes the first section and then it needs to move slightly over and do the same hmm. so it almost feels like something about with this happening with hers locked in place and now it's just going through the steps with her little sister
3: hmm.
2: and hmm. that something might happen when it gets to the same point
0: interesting yeah again neither confirming nor denying <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah. I kind of really don't. Yeah, this is the thing. i will I, I, i I'll be interested to hear your thoughts when we're done. Basically, let's put it mm-hmm. that way. i yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to put any thoughts out there in case um, yeah, I give away. You any don't want ways. to spoil the surprise. Well, that too. But I also don't want it um to put something out and sort of put like a thought in your head as like, oh, it's this way by accidentally saying something on this. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah, well, that's fine. Um well we're at about fifty minutes. Um did we have any extra do you guys have any any uh uh can't talk. Not gonna edit this out. <laughs> you guys have any extra <laughs> thoughts you want to add really before we sort of wrap up this sort of impromptu sort of I don't know what would you call it, it's not Q and A.
1: Q&A. Um random discussion.
2: Behind the scenes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess so um no nothing particularly that i need to add at this point i'm just enjoying it so far and i'm looking forward to the conclusion cool
2: yep i want i want to find out what the mystery what's going on behind as many of the mysteries as possible um and it will be interesting and i'm quite looking forward to seeing how all three of the teenagers react once they find out more
3: Mm.
0: yeah yeah okay uh, well i i'm yeah i'm also very interested in that as well like i say because i've got it, again in a non spoilery way i had let's just say there's a few different ways this can go dependent on what you'll decide you as a group what paths you take shall we say
2: you know <laughs> um oh <laughs> we don't decide anything as a group one of us just goes and does something yeah, and oh yeah
0: you're yeah. like ah
2: uh, okay
0: well let me rephrase that then depending on how you react to stuff that's happening certain options may open and certain options may close
1: to you let's just say that way for how how, how the story concludes I'm Um, I'm fascinated to see how the parents in the mix right now will uh, factor into things yeah because your mum and dad are just kind of hanging out in the back of the van right and um, obviously
0: uh, Sora's mum walked into the house and we heard gunfire and we don't know what's gone on there yet
1: how does Anthony's dad react to that?
0: Yeah, I, I can't wait. <laughs> is he all all bark, no um, bite? Yeah, <laughs> or is he action man trying to get into the middle of this? <laughs> we'll we'll find out next time. Um, okay, well let's wrap this up then. So uh, I think let's tentatively say then. So hopefully in two weeks' time we'll be back with the next chapter. Keep an eye on our social media pages um, for the rest of it. Check out our Discord the the link is on our twitter page um we've got extra stuff there including the maps and things uh you can find us on twitter including the link to that at twitter.com pretend with dice uh also on facebook uh although we don't tend to do so much stuff on facebook it's more just sort of when new episodes go up the links on there but feel free to like the page it's also facebook.com slash pretend with dice um yeah that's that's pretty much it uh always email us at pretendingwithice@outlook.com, and at outlook.com um and yeah hopefully we'll be back with the next chapter in two weeks which i guess will be thursday the 19th of march i don't think there's anything else yeah. we need to add yeah i don't know again i don't know if there'll be a bonus episode next week maybe maybe not depends i might do i might be able to get together a um a well building one but we'll see keep an eye on our social medias we're keeping it loose in march <laughs> no concrete schedules in march <laughs> so uh so yeah like i say um join the discord check us out on social medias and everything and we'll see you in uh, maybe next week maybe in two weeks but um yeah Bye-bye.
2: bye